Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to our daily drop-in show that happens every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. Guys, Caitlin Giordano's with us today, and I just feel like you know shenanigans are going to go wrong. I, I think that if you guys were following our Monday episode, I told you that Daily Drop-In was canceled on Thursday because of, you know, yes, the discussion we're going to get into today. So fair warning for all of you here. We want to say good morning to all of you. Make sure you throw your name, your good morning messages, and also where you're watching from in the comments. We're currently streaming right now on Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And we'll be right back for our morning cheers. Are you seeing all these good morning messages like coming in? I am. Good morning, everyone. I do love this. This is the best part of daily drop-in that we join everyone's morning and they like, look at all these good vibes already coming in. I think they're excited to see you. I love it. I love it. Well, before we begin, um, cheers everyone with your morning coffee. Good morning. We're so excited that you are are up and that moving and grooving slowly but surely. Um, I know some people watching, like Carrie, I saw in the comments, like started school. She's like in the trenches already. But then there's a bunch of other people that I think are just getting ready for August, whether they're starting next week or in a few weeks, or I know a lot of schools even start after Labor Day. We just want to be here for Daily Drop-In to kick off your morning with a little bit of support, hopefully some fun connections, and who knows, maybe an inspiring story here and there. I like that. I feel like this is such a positive, like just a beautiful way to just open your day up. So That's I, like fun. That. I agree. Just a cool way to start your day. Uh, Caitlin, how are you? I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. And when I saw that you were on daily drop in, I'm like, oh, perf, we'll be able to catch up. <laughs> I'm doing all right. You know, just kind of soaking up the last couple weeks of summer. We start the 18th. So got a little bit of time left and just soaking it up. So you're actually taking the place of my morning crossword this morning. Perfect. Which is fun. But yeah, I'm glad to see you too. It has been a while. Oh my gosh. I I think it's great. I want everybody right now, I see our, the comments are just coming and coming. I can't even keep up with all of them. So keep it up. Um, but there are already comments about what people are doing right now while they're watching us. I saw someone was making oatmeal, someone's preparing for their last few days of summer school. And I appreciate that, Caitlin, you are stepping away from your crossword puzzle to focus on that. I mean, that's a big deal. It is, y'all. My summer mornings are my favorite. Coffee and the crossword. Like, that's like, that's my thing. My Wait. little morning thing. You're telling me that you don't do the crossword during the school year, but only over the summer? Yeah, I do it sometimes in the afternoon, you know, in the school year, but it's, I get up and go to the gym usually during the school year and like right away and run in. So not usually time. <laughs> Debbie says she's walking the dog and listening to us, which I think is a skill. Debbie, be careful where you're walking, walk in a straight line. Don't let us distract you too much. <laughs> Well, I love our daily drop-in. We just kicked this off this week that, you know, we're going to be here every single morning, Monday through Friday. And while there are a number of different segments and discussion topics, you guys know if you've been tuning in this week, our discussion topic for the week is implementing new ideas. Caitlin, I 
can't wait to eventually get to that topic with you because you and I have been connected for a very, 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 very long time. And I feel like all around the beginning of us building our friendship was about you and I both learning and presenting at conferences and connecting with people. And we implement new ideas all the time. So I'm excited to hear your tips and tricks on that topic. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. We have had a very like long and interesting road together, right? So I'm excited to get there. You know. <laughs> I am still going to do it. I just probably won't until like later today. There we go. Good clarification. Alex in the comments says, Caitlin, are you gonna do the crossword puzzle after this? <laughs> Not at all. I'm glad you clarified. I think people were really worried about messing up your routine. Yeah, don't worry, everyone. I'll still do it. You know, Tyson is out for a run. Good morning, Tyson. Keep it up. Run a little bit faster. Um, I I really appreciate you. I'm going to take like a mile. I don't know how much you're running, but if I could take a mile for myself as a workout, I'd really appreciate that. Tyson, love that. Phenomenal. I ran yesterday. Today's a strength training day. So nice. fabulous. Love you, that. You do a really good workout routine. I, I really appreciate that about you. You are like super consistent and always seem to be doing something fabulous. I, I have to keep it consistent or I'll lose my mind. So. There you go. You know, Caitlin, obviously we bring on like new guests every day for the daily drop-in. Um, I'm honored to like kind of be a host in most regard to daily drop-in, but, and to be honest, like you are very clearly a prominent leader in the Teach Better team. But if for some reason this is their first connection to Teach Better team, they've never, never connected with us before and they don't know who you are. Can you just tell us like, what's, what's the deal? Who are you? What do you do? Kind of all that stuff. I am no one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm Kaylin Giordano. I teach sixth grade English and history in the Chicago suburbs. And I have a few different roles with the Teach Better team. Um, it's always an ever evolving because, you know, I just like to take on new things all the time. So new things coming soon, um, which is exciting. Uh, I've been connected with the team now for about two and a half years, um, just kind of doing all kinds of different things, you know, been doing a little writing, did the blog before the amazing Carrie Pitstick took it over, um, and then, you know, just kind of ran some things with courses, all kinds of different stuff. Well, you really have kind of done a lot of different things with the team. You've worn a lot of hats. I think it's because... Our philosophy is we just want Caitlin Giordano involved in everything because we love your brain. You have a great brain. Like, do people tell you that? They're like, wow, you have a nice brain. Ray, I think you're the only person that's ever told me that, but I do appreciate it. But I think I've told you, like, more than once. It should be yeah. creepy at this point where you're like, Ray, stop complimenting my brain. It's super creepy. It's so weird. No, I appreciate the compliment, but you are the only person that has ever given me that type of compliment. How is so. that possible? If in the comments, I want to hear either <laughs> if you agree with me or if you want to give Caitlin a different compliment, but I just love a lot of the work that you do is coaching other members of the team or coaching teachers that, that work with the team in like challenging their thinking. Like you are constantly a solution focused educator you are constantly asking the question of why, not to challenge what's going on, but to question what's going on. And then if the answer that you receive is not, I don't know, satisfactory or best for students, you ask again, well, well, why is that? I mean, like you are constantly thinking, moving and grooving. It's a, it's a good thing that your brain's kind of crazy. It's fine. <laughs> 
Well, thanks. Uh, if you're interested in anything that we just said, Dave and I actually did a webinar all about like that strategy of starting conversations. And it is truly like Dave and I both have that, 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 I don't know, we love that. That's kind of our philosophy, but it is definitely one of the things that I love doing with other educators. And I love that I kind of have that avenue on the team for asking those questions and kind of being involved in those conversations because I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we get better. That's that's truly how we evolve, not just as a team, not just as like a business or as what as teachers, but as an institution, like education as an institution changes only when we, the people involved in it, continually challenge, ask questions and focus on getting better. So, yeah, you know, Caitlin, you and Dave are constantly discussing this concept of like poking the bear. And so I just want our I want our Teach Better family to just get that phrase in their <laughs> typical vernacular where they're constantly thinking, ooh, this is a moment where I'm going to poke the bear. Like ask a question. I, I want to know why. I want to better understand this topic. I want to challenge other people's thinking, not in a way that is negative, but in a way that like really encourages us to constantly be trying to elevate the work we're doing. That's simply what it comes down to. So um, yeah, it's good. You know, I think um, one thing that we're going to get into today is some of that discussion of implementing new ideas and bringing in some of your passion of poking the bear into that discussion. Before we get to any of that, should we start with our new, like good news for the morning? I feel like that might be a good transition here. I think so. I okay. think we definitely should get into some good news today. All right, we got some good news coming up. I think good news is the right way to start your day with a cup of coffee. Like, I know you like the crossword puzzle, but I think we need to add some positivity in our life right as we get up. So are you ready for the good news article? I'm so ready. I'm very, I'm excited about this. You wouldn't tell me what it was. No, because I want an authentic response, Caitlin. <laughs> we have discussed numerous times on the Daily Drop-In, especially this week as we've started again, that, that good news can be utilized not only to refuel us, give us a little bit of positivity, but also bring that up in a discussion with a staff member that we're trying to build relationships with, bring it up with our kiddos to try and foster discussion. Uh, Brad Hughes and... Um, and Amanda that I were, that I was on Daily Drop-In yesterday and Jeff Gargas throughout our week, we've all been discussing the value of being able to bring up a topic that is good news to our students, but then really make sure that depending on the subject or the, the age level or anything else, that we can foster discussion. I really like that. So I think this one's worth a discussion point. Caitlin, have you ever heard of a website? It's called YouTube. Ever? No. No. See, okay, so it, it's a website that has like, like videos. I don't know if you've ever, it's crazy. Amazing. I know. You should probably Google it at some point. Just, just throwing that out there. Um, I will uh, shout out to our people that are currently watching on YouTube. We know that you're there. We appreciate you. Um, you guys can go follow the Teach Better team on YouTube and, and get all that content. This is about a farmer that has become a YouTube star at 84 years old with his soft-spoken words of wisdom. So this says, in the words of William Shakespeare, some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have graced greatness thrust upon them, and some might be said to be internet fame. 
John Butler, who's 84 years old, is a former farmer in England. And he likes to ride around in a grown-up tricycle, sporting a beard, and often wearing an Oxford blue bonnet with matching gloves, by the way. And he is on YouTube sharing the voice of reason with his incredible following. He currently has 182,000 followers, subscribers on YouTube, and they are all worldwide. And he has just hit this fame at 84. Oh. That makes me so happy. Right? I mean, I I feel like I don't use YouTube like I like I could. I know like oh, my students often taught me that that was where they like consumed most of their media, but I mean, geez, if you can do it at 84, we all have hope at this point. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Like anybody that's like I could never record to YouTube. I really think you probably could at this point. Well, and do you remember before COVID, you had teachers that were like, I could never be on camera. I could never record a video. And then what? COVID hits. We all have this remote teaching. And now everybody has gotten a little more comfortable being on camera, recording videos, and being able to share videos with with students and stakeholders and everything in between. I love that he is sharing his advice, not only with farming, but it sounds like with a bunch of other things on his YouTube channel at 84. I mean, what a hobby to pick up. Seriously, and I feel like it's kind of just like, I mean, that's like heartwarming to me because you think of people that are like looking for these like little nuggets of wisdom or looking for that like comforting, almost like grandfatherly like influence in their life. Like that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to have access to. Yeah, so we have not, um, we, we don't, I don't personally, I have not seen his videos, but everyone needs to go uh, look up John Butler. He's 84 years old. He's in uh, England and he is very, very popular on YouTube and celebrating all the work that he's doing in a number of different elements. He talks about community service. He's talking about um, just a lot of different elements on his YouTube channel. Sounds like he's very focused on spreading love and positivity, which is always kind of fun. Rebecca commented here that that being on camera recording videos is now like second nature, whereas before it felt unimaginable. It's, I mean, People, it's true, too. It's very yeah. true. Do you remember your first time recording a video? No. <laughs> I, know, I, I do. Neither. I don't remember like the first time, like what I was doing, but I, I, I feel like one of the things that I picked up last year and started doing, and I remember the first time I did that was um, sending like weekly video updates to my families. So like, I've always sent like an end of the week, like almost like, a, I always called it like a Friday flyer um, home to families just to give like a recap of the week and stuff like that. Well, last year I had some feedback from, uh, one of my families and they were like, we just like love your energy after conferences. We love your energy. We love your positivity. It was really great to be able to hear your voice. Like we would love to see more of that. And I had done like videos here and there in the past. Like when I would get like consistent questions, I would just record a video and like blast an email out but I had never thought to do like just a regular weekly, like instead of doing a Friday flyer, doing like an update via video. And so I started doing those 
about halfway through the year last year. And I just remember being like so freaked out by the fact like, what if I don't say something? Or what if I say something like, and it doesn't come out right? Or I stumble over my words. And I just remember being like very nervous about doing that the first few times. And then after a few weeks, it was like, I would just get on camera <laughs> and just like turn on and be like, hey everyone, Ms. Giordano here with your weekly English update. And like, I would just kind of walk through it, but it got a lot, I feel like it got more comfortable as time went on. Well, and this kind of like previews the conversation we're gonna have all week next week. Our theme, our overarching theme for Daily Drop-In next week is early, of like beginning of the year, parent stakeholder communication. One of my favorite things is video recording. I know that Karen Evans just commented actually on YouTube. She's watching right now and she says, I love the idea of video communication. I, I did the same. I mean, I do the same thing with my students and even with teachers sometimes that email me for suggestions or questions. You're able to communicate so much more through video when you're talking to a parent or a group of parents answering a question. You can not only say more, but they can hear your tone and get your energy. And like, I just, there's such a beautiful art to being able to not just share information, but truly communicate with other people. Oh my gosh, yes. And I felt like after I started doing that, I actually had a lot of, I had a big increase in families who were actually like asking questions about what we had done in the classroom or they would follow up and say things like, okay, this was great. And I felt like I actually had more buy-in, so to speak, more engagement with the video than I did with just sending the email, um, which was really awesome because I felt like I really got more, more involvement with my families that I didn't really have prior to that. So it was this hopefulness of like, I'm sending this update and hopefully like you're gonna take a look at it. But when I sent the video, it was probably less than two minutes per week so even if their student had me for history and for English, it's like four minutes of your day that you're listening. You know what I mean? Well, and I think that's important because keeping the video short is like essential when you are sending a video. If you are emailing parents an 18 minute video, no. just assume they're not watching it. Like <laughs> that's the case with anything. Anytime any of us consume information, I mean, daily drop-in is an hour long morning show we know that you guys are popping in and out constantly. You might be watching in the morning and then maybe you catch the afternoon or, or the, the second half or maybe you don't. Or you're, you know, you're popping in at the 45 minute mark so you're just catching the last 15 minutes. That's just how we consume information now in like very short segments. You know, even I was on a phone call yesterday with an educator that has a podcast. It wasn't even an education podcast. He like has a podcast that we were talking about baseball with his buddies. And he was like, how long should my podcast episode be? Right now it's an hour and a half. I'm like, I don't know anybody, unless you're in the car. I, yeah. I don't know anybody who's consuming an hour and a half of anything, unless maybe you're in the car. Like that's the only thing I can think of. No, no, I'm, I totally agree with you. Like I have podcasts that I specifically reserve for listening to in the car because right. they're longer, but they take me like a few days to go through because my commute's only like 20 minutes. So I don't even finish the whole thing. Like it takes me a couple of days, but I agree with you. Keep it short, keep it sweet. Like if you're going to send home parent communication via video, like less than two minutes for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, right now we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and we have a lot of different comments coming in. I'm going to try and pull a few. 
One is Karen mentioning that she feels like we're moving into a visual society, which I, I truly agree. Sending text right now it is really hard. You know, parents get a lot of emails. Guys, we get a ton of emails. And so even when you bold stuff, even when you highlight <laughs> stuff, like it's still, they're, they're just not able to consume all of it. And even if they are reading every single word, they're not hearing your tone. They're not seeing you wave your arms, right? Like all all those things. And, and you know that tone is so important. I mean, Caitlin, when we um, originally were able to bring you on the team, your focus was supporting our blog. And holy cow, did you build that blog into such an incredible infrastructure before Carrie took it over. But a huge piece of that was ensuring that our, our writers had the right tone when they were communicating because that really wasn't a video format. Our blog mm -hmm. is you know, consumed via text. So Right. And there's a lot of ways that you can do it via text, but just like, and this is how I kind of like think about it now. Cause I'm never going to give it up. Like I'm always going to do this video update. Like I've like, this is my new way of doing it. And one of the reasons why is truly like the amount of time that it would take for me to sit down and draft an email or the Friday flyer that I would send out is exponentially longer than me recording a 90 second video. Like I legitimately would just sit down, flip on my camera and be like, here I am with your weekly update. This is what we did. Here's what you have to look forward to. If there was like a big assessment that we had that week, that would be the bulk of what I talked about. And then be like, okay, so looking forward, this is where we're headed. But it's so much quicker for me then too. So I'm not sitting there taking up all of this time trying to craft what I need to put together, make sure that the tone sounds good in the language that I'm using, make sure that it's like short and sweet. Like I don't have to do that. I just have to sit down and record. No, I, I Caitlin, I couldn't agree more, especially like hearing you say that, knowing that you're such a writer and I just, I'm really not a writer. Um, I, I feel like writing an email in my communication takes me so much longer. And so what I do when I send the video is like, I send the video as an attachment hoping that they watch the video. And then I kind of do what we do in our blog, like too long, didn't read. Like what are the two key points of this video? It's a two minute video. What are the two takeaways I want you to, to really know of? But I find that it's so much faster to talk. It's so much quicker. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I'm less concerned about my grammar. I don't have to worry about the spelling. Like it just eliminates a lot of hurdles that I feel like I personally struggle with. But. Well, and it's it's good for that, but it's it 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 truly is like if you're gonna communicate with families and you're giving them this like quick snippet, make it fast for yourself too. Like if if you spend a lot of time drafting emails, which most of us do, because we want to make sure. Like even if you're like me and you write a lot, yeah, I still take forever to draft an email that's gonna go home to families because I want to make sure that I'm sounding professional, but that my tone is also approachable. I want to make sure that everything is in that email, that everything is spelled correctly, that I haven't like misspelled the word shirt because I know we've all been there. Like, <laughs> you know, just like little things like that where you take that extra time versus jumping in on video. Like, y'all, it takes 90 seconds. Like, that's it. You know, it's really funny. I, I'm seeing a lot of comments here of people agreeing and then sharing their perspective. Caitlin, I want to get to a comment coming up that that actually talks about how it, a video takes them longer maybe we can get some suggestions going because truly next week we are going to focus on communication video is clearly going to come up just because this is my favorite way to communicate but i want to note megan wells is commenting that a three minute tiktok video is too long i find the same thing i'm watching instagram reels i'm like 
ah, more than 30 seconds, skip, right? Like, so keep <laughs> in mind because truly you can say a lot in two minutes. So if you're recording videos, not only for communication purposes, but even just with students, like three to five minutes max at the max, 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 like max times 40, like that has to be, if you need more than three to five minutes to communicate anything, then I suggest doing multiple videos. Yeah. Yep. Split yeah. it up. Tell me about that, Caitlin. So that's like one of those pieces where if you are finding yourself like doing this really long, like you have a lot to say, it's really important. Split that up into like manageable sections. And what I mean by that is like, think about the message that you have and consider how you might separate that message like is one thing really focused on this particular piece is the second part of it really focused on this so for example um if y'all know me you know that i talk a lot about assessment and grading and that um <laughs> i know right and that is one of the pieces that uh i communicate early i communicate often with my families now i obviously have a lot to say and there's a lot that needs to be said for my families to truly understand the way that we do assessment and grading in my classroom that's going to be like if i were to sit down and just go through it it would be like a 20 minute video because there's a lot of information that i'm trying to get across totally. so rather than do that like this year i'm actually trying something a little bit different a little new um i know crazy but uh one of the things that i like to do is really like sit down and i record new videos for this every single year because something does change every single year in the way that i'm approaching it so i haven't actually been able to reuse anything um but i actually sit down and split it up like i first do like an introduction like introducing myself talking a little bit about why i have a different philosophy about how it's going to look a little bit different in my classroom and i just kind of leave it at that it's like that first touch that first idea of like hey giving you a heads up almost yeah. and then i'll send some additional communication and be like okay so let me walk you through like our first assessment is going to be coming back soon you'll be seeing this in the online grade book here's how you can interpret what that might look like like it's a very step-by-step -step approach and i don't send them all at once well it's interesting caitlin because first of all i love that you send them in small chunks because you're not only chunking up information so it's kind of a bite-sized piece but you're then introducing it to them in a bite-sized piece as well by not sending them 25 videos. But even if all 25 videos were housed in one spot on your website, which by the way, I wanna talk about, cause I know that you just finished building your website yesterday and I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> but, but even if it was all in one spot, think about how much easier it is for a parent or a student or anybody consuming whatever information you're communicating that they can actually go to a video, have it be clearly labeled and kind of know the expectation of what is going to be in that video. How many of us have been, you know, like given a video professional development something and it's 25 minutes and you're skipping through to be like, is there anything in here that's valuable for me? And so when I know that it's only a three minute video at most and it's clearly titled like, meet Kaylin Giordano. And then the next one is why I do what I do. And then the next one is, here's how you know like it's it just allows people to really understand what they're going to get so that they can understand where their mindset should be what questions they might have you know i really actually want to transition here caitlin i think we're giving a lot of tips and tricks i'd love to move into our next segment of our brainstorm bank because we have a lot of people commenting here that i think are going to want your opinion and i'd love to have that included in our section that's all about questioning do you mind no let's do it all right let's do that 
All right, we're gonna get to everybody's questions in the comments, but like you guys know, every single morning for our daily drop-in, we have our morning cheers, we have good news, and we have a number of different segments. One that we know is super popular that we always like to offer all of you is our brainstorm bank. This is a time where you can go to teachbear.com slash brainstorm bank at any time throughout your day, not just when we're live here, but also just any time throughout your day when you have a question or a series of questions that you want us to consider, that you want some tips and tricks on, that you want us to brainstorm on. Uh, we specifically are giving you an outlet to share those questions even when we're not live because we know that when we're live, you guys can just share your questions in the comments, <laughs> but, but when we're not actually live with you, able to brainstorm in the moment, anytime throughout your day, whether it be on your lunch break or after school, or even when right before you go to bed, everybody like has their piece of paper jot, jotting down to-do list items, feel free to submit any question or topic that you want us to, to discuss at teachbear.com slash brainstorm bank. And we can make sure that we get to that for you. Caitlin, you know, we talked a lot about the length of time, but I'd really love to get to a comment here from Alex that says, I'm definitely the opposite. So with everything we've discussed on videos, he's like, nope, videos take me a really long time to create. Writing is so much easier. Caitlin, if somebody is, is listening right now and they're like, hey, I understand the value of video. I think writing's easier. Can you give them like three strategies that would make, might help them be more successful in recording whatever video that they may have attempted in the past. Yeah, okay, so this is actually something like I, I can I can really empathize with because I was very much this, this I had this belief, this was my approach as well. Like writing was so much easier because I could just sit down and bang out that email and I was ready to go. And it really took me like considering a lot of different avenues and a lot of different like ways to do this in order to make it a little bit easier on myself, something that wouldn't take me forever. So uh, the first tip that I have, and I still do this is, and I, you all know my affinity for post-it notes. Um, so I do this on a post-it note. Yeah, like post-it post -it should sponsor Caitlin Giordano. <laughs> like, I just want you to know, like, Caitlin is such a post-it queen. If you guys are a post-it queen, feel free to throw the green hearts in the comments because holy cow, Caitlin is yeah. made of post-its actually. That's, that's the truth. It's ridiculous. Like the amount of post-it notes that I go through in like a regular amount of time, like a, one live broadcast is ridiculous. Um, so I usually do this on a post-it, but I'll sit down and I'll just give myself like a quick list of all the things I want to make sure I talk about. One of the reasons that uh, doing video for me was so uh, like daunting, so overwhelming was I was really afraid I was going to forget something that I needed to talk about. And then I would be like, oh my God, I have to re-record the whole thing because I haven't hit this point that I needed to, to make sure that I communicated. So, uh, and the reason I actually suggest post-it notes for this is you can take the post-it note and you can actually stick it on your computer right next to where the camera is, like literally right, right next to it. So as you're like, you can like be reading off of it and you're like looking at the camera. So I would sit down and just kind of give myself like a quick outline. Sometimes it was one little post-it note with a couple bullets. Sometimes I had like three or four because I had a lot to say and a lot to remember. So when I first started doing it, I definitely had a lot more post-its to look at because I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. So that is my first tip is to make sure you definitely put down, like these are the things that I wanna cover because that writing then will help you feel a little bit more comfortable going into it. It may help you feel more prepared and you might be able to get through it a little bit quicker. 
I love um, the idea of putting the post-it like right on the camera. <laughs> like guys, if you guys are not doing that, whether it be a content video or a communication video, that is the best trick. I love that, Caitlin. Great suggestion. Don't cover your camera. Put it next to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't cover it up because um, then they won't see you. But yeah, just put it like right next to it. It really does help. And it actually helps you then like make eye contact with the camera, which is super nice because we do have a tendency not to look at the actual camera. So um, it is very helpful. I love that strategy. Um, the second thing is that I would plan out, like I would literally block out time in my day to do it. And I would only block out 15 minutes. So I know I said now like I can like jump in and like do it really quickly and that's basically how I do it. But I would set aside, like I send my videos home on Fridays. I would record them Thursday mornings. I would block out time in my morning to do it. So it'd be like from eight to 8.15, you're recording your weekly updates. And then that way, that was my time set aside. I knew ahead of time so that I could like be prepared to do it. I could have what I needed. My ring light was ready. My tripod was ready. Or I could make sure that I had like the outfit on. I didn't have my hair in a top knot that day. Okay. 15 minutes to record a video. To me, when you said that, I'm like, that's not enough time. But we're talking about a two to three minute video. So you can actually do a you could do multiple videos in that period of time. I mean, that that's a very intentional and it kind of feels short enough that you're going to make it a priority because you only have 15 minutes, right? Exactly. And it was a great way for me to hold myself accountable to not overthink it. And that was big for me because I have that tendency to be like, it wasn't perfect. I need to re-record the whole thing. Right. I stumbled over this word. I need to start over. Like, it definitely was a way for me to be very thoughtful and deliberate about not taking a ton of extra time. Like I'm going to take 15 minutes. When that 15 minutes is up, I have other things to do. Um, and then my last tip for those of you that are classroom teachers or do have a schedule that you have to follow, do not put this right in front of class coming in or people coming into your room. So yes, I know I only said I had, I only blocked off 15 minutes of my time, but I did not do the 15 minutes right before students were coming into my room. Mm. The reason that I do that is because you will then have a tendency to feel very stressed and like, I only have 15 minutes. Oh my God, the kids are coming and I have to stop. Like, you don't want to be in that headspace going into recording a video if you're already nervous. So make sure you kind of give yourself a little bit of that room. Like do it at the beginning of your planning period. Do it at the beginning of that free period that you've got. Or do it when you get there in the morning. If you get there early like I do, do that right when you get in in the morning so that you're kind of just like getting it done and you're not stressed about the fact that kids are coming in. Oh, I, I think that that is an essential element. I didn't know what three tips you were going to come up with. And I know I threw that at you like, hey, pick three. <laughs> But that is a huge piece. Like if you're going to block out time, make it an intentional chunk of time and make sure that you're not running into like another hurdle by blocking the time in the wrong spot of your day. That is genius. So I know that we're literally not talking about what we're supposed to be talking about because communication is our theme next week. But we are talking about implementing a new idea this week. And this could be a new idea that people choose to bring in. So I have another question that I always get on this topic, Caitlin. Yes. We don't know your answer to this, so I'm just going to like, maybe we'll disagree. I have no idea. Woo! 
I know. You know when that happens, it's always a good thing. But I think we might agree on this one. So so I decide. I just listen to Daily Drop-In, Caitlin Giordano. I love her brain. And I decided the new idea that I'm going to implement is I'm going to implement parent communication via a video at the at, for the beginning of the year. So we had a lot of comments already of people saying that they do this to introduce their classroom. They do this as a weekly update. I love all this. I decide I'm going to do that. I sit down, I block out time for 15 minutes. I don't have it back up to a time where students are coming in. I'm taking all your tips and tricks, Caitlin. I even use the post-it, okay? <laughs> the video's done, do I edit it? No. Oh. Yeah, no, that, that's like my 100%, like absolutely not. Um, because here's the deal with that, and here's why I think that way. And if you are someone who is nervous, who is a little bit like apprehensive, who thinks that, video is going to take you a lot longer than writing will very similar to my situation absolutely no editing and here is the reason why you are go for me i would get into a rabbit hole if yeah. i start editing i'm not going to want to stop editing i'm yeah. going to want to fix every single thing so i will be very honest with you i don't edit anything i think i trimmed the end of one video once because i couldn't click the stop button <laughs> like like, okay, what, like them watching you click the stop button like to a certain extent doesn't matter but if you're there for like 10 minutes being like where's the hold on where's yeah. the it's not clicking um, <laughs> you know it's like, then fine. exactly i like so it was it was a whole like weird thing i tried to create a keyboard shortcut to stop and start my videos so that I could just do that like really quickly to stop and start it. And it wouldn't be like me like going, okay. <laughs> like it was just like a little keyboard thing. Um, and for whatever reason, it didn't work. And so I was like the whole, it was like probably 30 seconds of me being like, <laughs> so, so I cut that, but that is the only editing that I've ever done. And it was literally because I was like, <laughs> like like in the camera so i'm like okay that's stupid okay. like you should cut that out <laughs> yeah, like that's what i mean like if it's more than 30 seconds of you trying to find the button fair fair <laughs> right. if, it's, if it's if it's 15 seconds don't trim it it'll just be fine like you're all human i love that karen is like such a professional she's like i have a clicker okay karen like you are way cooler than us and like we we need to learn from you. I don't I don't have a stop button clicker. I I'm like a doot kind of person. <laughs> Karen, can you tweet me the clicker you have? There we because go. this is something that I am like I was legitimately considering and like getting one of these yeah. so that it would be not so weird. Um, because again, like I tried to do this like keyboard thing, totally didn't work. Um, so I clearly am looking for a solution to this. So Karen, tweet me the clicker that you have. You're so mean, by the way. First of all, she said yes in the comments, so she will. And I love that all of Karen's yes, this entire daily drop-in. I just want you guys to know, because you can't see all the comments unless you're like watching on the platform that they're commenting. But all of her yeses are like capitalized with multiple exclamation points. I love that. Um, but I, I just want to talk about this comment. Mike is saying, when you don't edit, the viewers get the real you. It's more authentic. Like, friends, you truly, you speak for a living. Like, teachers all the time are telling me, like, I want to go present at conferences, but I'm so nervous. I don't know how to speak in front of a crowd. 
Y'all, you speak in front of a crowd all day, like with students all day, you're interacting with people, you're presenting constantly. And a video is the exact same way. It feels weird because right now, Caitlin, I guess I don't know exactly <laughs> your situation, but I am sitting in a room by myself with my two dogs talking very loudly to you. I'm like, that's fine. Like that's, that's the only difference. Like your audience is on your screen versus being like in the physical room that you're in. But, but you have to understand that this isn't just something that you need to overcome. Like you as the viewer considering doing this, you see us, Caitlin, we're alive right now. You see us clicking buttons and, and that doesn't cause you to not watch daily drop in. I mean, at least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave. Please, don't, Please leave. don't leave. Yeah. We're cool. Everything's cool. But like, you know, I, I mean, I, we're clicking buttons to show, to show the comments. You know, there's little commercials that are coming up. I mean, my you husband just filled up my coffee cup for me. Thank you, Mr. Giordano. We appreciate you. I could use them too, if you don't mind, just cut, like if you could just through the camera. But I mean, that's that's what it's like. And so showing your authentic self, I think says a lot. I, I don't know about you, Caitlin. I know, again, we're going to get off topic, but I just don't think you ever went through this because you're perfect. But I spent so long trying to be perfect. I, I spend so long being like, my parents need to believe that I am a hundred percent confident with what I'm doing. I know exactly what I'm doing at all times and that I'm going to communicate that effectively at all times. And the reality is, is when I was showing parents that my, my button clicks or, or the mess ups, or, you know, I didn't edit the video. So I was like, hold on, there's something else. Give me a second. And they get to see those moments, those humanizing moments they they had more respect for me and they were able to kind of come at me with a very human response when they had concerns or when they had moments of celebration because we were in it together and we were both authentically ourselves the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. There's one piece of it that like I really want to highlight because it's it's important to note. Being human does not make you less professional. Yes. That is and that's huge. Because and the first time you you mess up in a video and you decide to send it anyway is probably the most nerve wracking time because you're like, oh, my gosh, I know I stumbled over my words there. I'm going to send it anyway. I'm not going to re-record it. It's one of those things that like for me personally, I was like almost forced into that situation because I like I did not have time. I, I didn't I was out the Thursday that I would normally record the videos. So I was trying to do them on Friday morning, like really quick before I sent them out. And I was like, I literally do not have time to re-record this. So I'm sending it anyway. And it was nerve wracking because I'm like, OK, I know I messed up. But after you do that the first time, you kind of hit this realization point where you're like, okay, I did it. Nothing blew up. Like we're okay. Right. And it's, it's almost that hurdle, but I just, I want to come back to this idea of like your, your humanness because we are human beings and there's this huge, huge belief. I feel like that teachers need to not be like, we need to not be humans. Oh. We need to be very like, we need to be perfect. We need to be up on the pedestal. We cannot go out on the weekends. We cannot see people outside of school. We cannot be human beings that stumble over our words and mess up in a video. We can't forget. We have to know we have to be on all the time. We have to have a teacher hat and a human hat. And I really don't like that. 
because it gives us this this idea that we have to do all of those things, that we have to have this level of perfection that isn't really attainable, that isn't really realistic. And if we want our families to view us as humans, if we want our interactions with our families to be human and kind and consider the fact that we have feelings and are human beings, we need to be human beings and understand that that doesn't make us less of a professional. I don't know. It, it, to me, that's like the biggest takeaway. I feel like I needed that reminder early in my career. I feel like I need that reminder every day in my career now. I, I, I think that's so important. I hope that for all of us listening, not only sharing the feed, obviously, Daily Drop-In, is, we always appreciate when you're sharing um, our morning Daily Drop-In show. But, but truly, if you take nothing else away from interacting with our team today, from watching Daily Drop-In or anything else, it's truly that like, you're allowed to be yourself. You're allowed to be a human today and then also still kill it as an educator. Like truly, I, I love that focus, Caitlin. You are so spot on. So, so important. People are like eating it up in the comments as well. I'll, totally a mic drop moment. I agree with you, Jody. Um, you know, Caitlin, I think this goes in really well with this theme of starting um, a new idea. Like, I don't think that we planned this at all. Actually, I'm very confident we did it because we had no plan. Truly, talk about humanizing. Caitlin and I popped on like what, like 10 minutes before this live show, and we were like, "Can you think? Can you tell I don't have makeup on? Is my hair? <laughs> this is us. This is real life, guys. Like, it's 6:45 Central right now, and and we want to be here for you, but we don't show up perfect at all either. Um, but as we were talking about this 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 idea all week, right? It's Thursday today. So as we've been talking about this every single day this week of incorporating a new idea, Jeff Gargas started us off this week saying, hey, when you want to incorporate a new idea, the first step is identifying how far you want to dive in right away. Like, do you want to dive in feet first? Or do you want to kind of take it small chunk by chunk? And in that Monday episode, we were able to debate on the pros and cons of that, of that choice. And then from there, Brad Hughes gave us some insight of once you decide what you're doing, how you're going to move forward, how do you measure your success? So like, how are you identifying what you want to see so that you can identify if you're being successful in your venture towards that end goal? Amanda then popped in yesterday and added a whole nother layer to that. When it comes to implementing a new idea, especially with what we've discussed today, I feel like a major takeaway of implementing a new idea is is being a human while you're implementing that new idea. Can you speak to that at all? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're implementing something new, you have to understand the fact that like, you're probably not going to get it totally perfect when you first start doing it. I can honestly tell you that there has never once been a time that I've tried something new in my classroom and it went swimmingly the first time that I did it. Like there's no chance. And even when I make these, like I, like I said before, I re-record my videos every single year because I change something every single year. So even now, eight years in, like I'm still not doing it perfect. It's still not unchanged from year to year because there are things that I, that I highlight or that I notice that I want to do differently. And when you're approaching something that's totally new to you, totally new, you've never done it before, you've never done anything like it, you're definitely not going to get it 100% right. And so this idea of taking a step back and being like, it's okay, that shouldn't discourage you from doing it. 
It yeah. shouldn't make you feel like, okay, well, I messed it up. I might as well just stop. I'll try again next year. Like, not the right approach because you are a human being. And one of the beautiful things about being a human being is we have this ability to reflect and, and grow from it. We have a beautiful network of people that we can communicate with, that we can lean on and ask questions and rely on for their advice and their insight. And if you don't have beautiful people in your life that you can rely on, you're here, so you do know. And if you need anything with any of that, that is how you find me right there yes that's how you find me on all social media that's that's it go find me and i'll help you because it's one of those those things especially if you're doing anything like grading an assessment or we've been talking about videos for like 25 minutes if you're doing anything with that and you're like hey i don't feel confident or hey like i totally messed this up like i need help like we've got you because that is the, the other beautiful part about being a human being. We have these connections that we've made and these people that we can lean on. Well, and I, you know, Amanda kind of touched on that yesterday during our daily drop-in of when something doesn't go well, how are you going to overcome that? And who are the people you can reach out to? And we had a long discussion around colleagues and, and, and going to your leadership and utilizing the Teach Better family, not only by reaching on social media, but emailing us. You could submit questions in the brainstorm bank so we could discuss it within 24 hours on the next daily drop-in show. Like we really want to foster that problem solving. I think the next element of this that that you touched on so wonderfully is we can also use our stakeholders, our parents, our students to give us that feedback and also problem solve with us. And sometimes you didn't really need a problem solve. You know exactly what you did wrong. You just need the the grace and the permission to fix it next time. And being human, I, I love what you said earlier, Caitlin, that, that being human doesn't make you unprofessional, that you can stumble over your words, you can have your hair up one day, you can do all these things or, or have an off, off moment. And that doesn't mean that you're not doing wonderful work. It doesn't mean that, that your stakeholders aren't going to you know, listen to your message because you stumbled over your words, you know, them being able to see that you're a person doing your best and putting their students first, it is really a, an intentional moment for them to, to see you as a partner in crime, as a partner in helping that student be successful versus as the person that, you know, could be working against them in some way. You know, I, I don't know. No, it's true. And that's a valuable thing to remember for sure. You know, we have been live for 50 minutes on our daily drop-in. We know that we just discussed how videos should be short and sweet, but this show is an hour every single morning, Monday through Friday. Uh, you know, Kaylin, we've gone over good news. We've, we've discussed brain, brain, uh, brain bank questions. We discussed uh, like videos and implementing new ideas. Any final thoughts or challenges that you want to leave people with? It's Thursday. We have one more day. We have all day today and then one more day throughout our week. We have the amazing Dr. Dave Schmidow joining us tomorrow morning, who I know you are a kind of a fan of, just a little. Like kind Dave of. is my BFF. So. Yeah. <laughs> so like what what do you want people to consider, right? They're sipping on their last few drops of coffee. Maybe they're gonna go fill up. Maybe they're brushing their teeth for the morning to get started for their day. What's kind of something that they should be considering? So don't let your fear of failure, don't let your fear of having a human moment discourage you from trying something new. This year is going to be, we don't even know at this point. Yeah, at this point. 
We just had a big mandate come in Illinois for the Chicagoland uh, like K-12 schools. So not only this year, we don't even know, we, we just don't know it at any time, guys. We're still living in the same type of style that we have been for the past year and a half. Like It's true. <laughs> so don't, and don't allow your, your fear of that, your nervousness, your, your anxiety about this new thing that you want to try. Don't let it discourage you from doing it. Don't let it be the reason that you don't. It is absolutely okay to feel those feelings. You absolutely have every right. They're valid. They're legitimate. Trying new things is scary. It is hard. It is difficult. But don't let it be the reason that you don't do it. Because you absolutely can go through this wonderful experience, all of the fear that comes along with it, and come out the other end of it with a beautiful reflection, a beautiful product, something that truly is going to change your practice, your students' lives, the lives of your families, that could be so incredible. Don't allow it to not happen because of your fear. I love that. Ugh. Kaylin, it's always so fun talking shop with you. I always appreciate your ideas. It's so I think that this is the right message for this morning. I think that this is going to really resonate. We've been talking about implementing new ideas and trying to get set up for the fall all week long. And obviously with Daily Drop-In continuing every single day, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, we're going to continue to be here when things are challenging or when you have moments of celebration. And I love this reminder, Caitlin, that humanizing elements of you being a human does not make you unprofessional. I think this is such a great, wonderful takeaway. So Caitlin, thanks for joining Daily Drop-In. It was so fun talking shop. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I loved being here. Um, my other challenge to everybody is to be here for Dave tomorrow because Dave knows everything. Yes. As a reminder, we're going to be streaming every morning on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can also catch uh, the Daily Drop-In in audio form as an episode of Teach Better Talk podcast. They have five episodes publishing a week because Daily Drop-In happens five times a week. So consumable information is everywhere. You need to decide your medium and then make sure that you engage and take on these incredible challenges. Caitlin, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day as well. For everybody else, congrats. Cheers on like literally my last sip. I feel like I have the smallest little sip left. But we wish you all a wonderful Thursday. We appreciate you. We love you. We know that you're going to have an incredible day and incredible impact on the people that you engage with today. And if you ever need anything, we're here. So let us know. All right. Bye, guys.